It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you for making me a part of your day. Coming up in this edition of Locked On Thunder, we'll break down some of the playoff scenarios for Oklahoma City and discuss the one team they absolutely want to avoid at all costs in the first round of the playoffs. Plus, we'll hear from Billy Donovan on how ready he thinks his team is to go into the postseason, and I'll discuss how I wouldn't give anything to be in Sam Presti's shoes once this season is over. In segment number two, we talk about Russell Westbrook, only 16 more rebounds in order for Russ to average a triple-double. We'll hear from Carmelo Anthony on why he says Russell Westbrook is not a selfish player, and that is a bad narrative. And Billy Donovan will also tell us what Russell Westbrook is all about and what he's really thinking in this upcoming game against Memphis and about averaging that triple-double. And finally, in segment number three, I'm going to tell you how I might have made Billy Donovan mad after practice today, plus why this will be the most meaningful championship run for LeBron James if the Cleveland Cavaliers are able to pull it off. My name is Eric G. I am a credentialed member of the media. I work for a publication called Thunder Digest. Big shout out to our fearless leader, Chuck Cheney. Did radio in Oklahoma City for a while, hosting Thunder pre- and post-games, although mostly post. And now I host another podcast, which you can find on iTunes and other outlets, called the G League, which is mostly about the NBA as well as the Oklahoma City Thunder, because let's face it, I'm in Oklahoma City, and that's what I'm closest to. So hopefully you'll check that out. I thank you for making us a part of your day every day, because I love doing this. I love talking Oklahoma City Thunder basketball, and I am a native Oklahoman, so this means an awful lot to me. And if you like what you hear, then check out LockedOnThunder.com. We have all our podcasts on that website, as well as videos from Billy Donovan, Carmelo Anthony, and Corey Brewer from today's media availability and past media availabilities from guys like Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Your one-stop shop is LockedOnThunder.com. Enough of the pomp and circumstance and fuss and feathers. Let's talk a little Oklahoma City Thunder basketball as they beat the Miami Heat last night and nailed down a playoff spot. Yes, it took them 81 games, and no, I'm not going to complain too much about that fact today. I'm just going to revel that the Thunder are going to the postseason and they are doing it with the best lineup that they've had since Kevin Durant and Serge Ibaka were on this team. Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and Russell Westbrook certainly have the veteran the veteran experience and the firepower to make a run in this year's postseason. And if you're wondering about the playoff scenarios, the Thunder could finish no higher than fourth and no worse than seventh. And in order for them to get the fourth spot, really what they need is the Jazz to win tonight against Golden State, which we as Thunder fans can easily root against the Warriors, and then lose to the Portland Trailblazers on Wednesday night. 
Oklahoma City would still need to beat Memphis in order for that to happen. I'm thinking the Thunder are probably going to end up in the sixth seed because for some reason I see the Jazz losing both of those games, but maybe not. And the one thing I just want the Thunder to avoid, and, and going and, and the Thunder ending up in the sixth seed scares the hell out of me because that means they would play the Portland Trailblazers. And that's the one team I just have zero confidence that the Thunder can beat in the first round of the playoffs. You put Oklahoma City up against anybody else, one through eight, or yeah, well, yeah, we'll just go one through eight. But we'll figure out the math a little bit later. I think Oklahoma City could actually win. Put Oklahoma City in a series with Golden State, they at worst take the take the Warriors to six games and beat them up so the Warriors don't end up making the, the conference finals or don't end up making the NBA finals. That's how good I think Oklahoma City can be, but Portland just seems to be in their head. And last night's game was a tough one for Oklahoma City, as a lot of these games are. They've been sort of do-or-die situations or at least playoff scenarios and I asked Billy Donovan about that earlier today after practice yeah I don't know if our guys have ever viewed it that way it's been more I think they viewed just in terms of um, just the attention to detail the focus the concentration the communication um, the consistency um, the, the resiliency to work through things I think the one thing I was really impressed with the last two games has been and I think you need this going forward is one is you know, Houston, we get off to a really, really good start. We're playing good basketball. We get up by 11, and then they kind of go on a run, take the lead at the half. We come out in that third quarter. We kind of make a run. We get the lead again, and then all of a sudden they make a run, and Chris Paul makes a four-point play kind of to close the quarter. You know, then we're going into the fourth down. Like, that's what, the, to me, is, is, is the greatest form of competition, is it's just not going to be smooth sailing. <clears throat> Same thing happened last night. We started the game 0 for 10. And we played pretty good defense, and they made shots. I think the score, just we were down by 18. And it wasn't like we were playing like terrible, but I think the the persistence and the concentration and the focus and the understanding that it's a 48-minute game, and we got to stick with what we're doing and not get frustrated, not get down, not get discouraged, but to battle and compete through those things. That's what we've got to be able to do, and I think that was encouraging. So I didn't look at it as like do or die. I looked at it more, I think our team looked at it more as do we have the resiliency and the stamina to deal with 48 minutes of ebbs and flows and ups and downs and still be able to work and fight through those things. As crazy as it might sound, the way the end of the season played out was the best case scenario for the Oklahoma City Thunder because at least they go into the playoffs in attack mode. Not like Houston, not like Golden State, where yes, we all would have rather been one of the top two or three seeds in the Western Conference, but with Golden State and Houston, it's easy to kind of rest on your laurels because there's nothing to play for. Your seed can't get any worse, but it can't get any better. So you're just walking through these last few games and sometimes it's hard to get started up again once the playoffs come around. It takes you a game or two to adjust and you're not playing good basketball and sometimes that can lead to an unexpected loss, which is the last thing that the Thunder need. We also need to give major props to the bench last night and the job that they did against the Miami Heat, especially Jeremy Grant, Raymond Felton, and Patrick Patterson. Grant was tremendous last night. Four of six, 21 minutes 17 points. Patterson and Felton added 15 points combined. And I don't envy Sam Presti at all this postseason because one, you've got to re-sign Paul George. And Paul George is holding all the cards. And you've got to hope that Paul George doesn't do what Kevin Durant did a couple of years ago 
And I'm not talking about leave Oklahoma City. I'm talking about the time that Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City, which was that July 4th weekend. And as Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were playing out, all these other free agents were starting to sign. So by the time Durant made his announcement, everybody was gone, and you as Sam Presti didn't have any shot to go out and get a replacement for Kevin Durant. So you have to hope that Paul George knows whether he's staying or going early in this process and can give you his word. The other thing you've got to do is find money for Raymond Felton and Jeremy Grant because Jeremy Grant's an unrestricted free agent. And with the way he is playing over these last few games, you take the last six weeks of the season, Jeremy Grant is invaluable to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And his play will be essential if the Thunder are going to make a run in the playoffs And for that, you're going to have to pony up some money. The Thunder do have the mid-level exception on him, but I am worried because he is an unrestricted free agent. Grant is proving his worth to many teams, and somebody may pay him a lot more money than what Oklahoma City is willing to give up. Back to last night's game, and really the game against Houston, Oklahoma City. Didn't play their best for 48 minutes, but they did weather the storm. And I asked Billy Donovan, when you compare this Thunder team to maybe teams of the past, How mentally tough is this year's version of the Oklahoma City Thunder? I think it's a very, very mentally tough group we have. We have a mentally tough group. They're they're a group of guys that are veteran guys. They're experienced guys. But I think the one thing that's been different for all of them is they've had to channel mental toughness in a different way because a lot of times for Paul or for Carmelo or for Russell, for these guys, they're in different roles you know, in, in, in large respect. And they're in different situations than they've been in the past. So we have to learn how to have a collective resiliency and perseverance as a group for the first time with us playing together and figuring out how to work through some of those difficult moments. Because, you know, you have like three, four, five possessions where it's not going well. How does the group regain momentum? And I think that's a learn, something you've got to learn to, to do as a, as a, together as a group because you've got to go through those situations in order to learn how to get through them. The Thunder are going to need that mental toughness if they're going to prove to us that they can do something in, in in the playoffs, especially in that first round if they get stuck playing the Portland Trailblazers. I, I don't know how. I, I know we've seen this happen before, and it happened to Oklahoma City. They were on the, the receiving end of this where you're very successful against the team during the regular season, and then during the postseason, you're not as successful. And you're just hoping that the Thunder's experience stacked up against the Trailblazers' youth will pay off in the end if that indeed is the matchup that Oklahoma City gets. But I'm just going to say it right now, and I realize I'm in the minority and definitely was today in the media room. I want Golden State. I want them in the first round. Yes, even with all that baggage that's coming with that series, because I think Russell Westbrook will have a major chip on his shoulder. The Thunder will be fired up. And for Kevin Durant, who's going to be on his prove-it-to-the-world tour that he can do things without Steph Curry, much like he was when Russell Westbrook was on the sidelines a few years ago here in OKC, I still don't think Kevin wants to play Oklahoma City in the first round of the playoffs and have this much on the line without all his running buddies there. Middle advantage, OKC, if they play Golden State in the first round. Coming up in segment number two of the Locked on Thunder podcast, what did Billy Donovan have to say about Russell Westbrook's mindset in this last game as Russ goes for averaging a triple-double in back-to-back years? Find out next on the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, 
your team every day. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Mr. or Mrs. Business Owner, let me talk to you just for a couple of seconds and tell you all about the Locked On Podcast Network. Email us at Locked On Podcast Network or Locked On Podcast Network at gmail.com. Locked On Podcast Network at gmail.com. And we'll help you find out about our very reasonable rates to advertise. We're not going to charge you an arm and a leg for being a part of this network. We're going to give you a good deal. And then we're going to help you boost your business, especially if you've got a web-based business or even brick and mortar. And your target demographic is men 18 to 44. 98% of the people that listen to the Locked on Thunder podcast and all the podcasts in the Locked on Podcast Network are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. So why not give us a try? That's Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Podcast Network at gmail.com and become part of the fastest growing network on the internet. Segment number two now in the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thanks again for joining us today. Sorry we're a little late getting this out to you. I generally like to get this out about 2 o'clock Central Time. Thunder were a little late at practice, and I think I may have upset Billy Donovan. That's that's coming up in segment number three. Okay, Russell Westbrook needs 16 more rebounds to average a triple-double in his second consecutive year. I don't think there's any way in heck Russell Westbrook is not getting 16 rebounds tomorrow night. This guy is going to be focused. More importantly, his teammates are going to be focused on getting it for him. And we saw last year that when his teammates were focused on making sure that Russell Westbrook got his triple-double. It happened. And I don't think Russ is necessarily going to go out there and stat pad like he gets accused of. Russ will go out, play his game, and the triple-double will just sort of happen organically, even if it means Steven Adams boxes out a bit on the offensive end to give Russ an extra few rebounds. But as far as Russell's mindset, Russ knows what he needs. The team knows what he needs. Billy Donovan knows what he needs. So how much is Russ thinking about that as the Thunder get ready for the Memphis Grizzlies? No, I don't think Russell's ever played that way. I think he's um, always focused on winning. He's got a unique ability because, you know, he's a, a guy that's been able to impact the game with his scoring, his rebounding, and his assists. But, you know, for me as a coach, the most important thing is you know, can we build off these last two games on the road um, and, and play and play well and play and, and, and play better uh, and make some improvements and strides? So, you know, just being around Russell, I know he's not wrapped up in all that stuff. He's more wrapped up in winning, and that's the most important thing to him. I think the most important thing to our team. So, you know, again, it, it would be a, a great, great personal milestone. You know, certainly we did last year was incredible. It'd be another incredible milestone this year. But at the same point, it, it's not about that. It's about our team. And it's about winning. Russell Westbrook is a very good rebounder, especially on the defensive end. Last night, grabbing 15 rebounds. And that's a few of those that not only guys like Steven Adams could get, but also Carmelo Anthony could be pulling down a few more rebounds himself. How does Carmelo feel about Russell Westbrook grabbing so many defensive rebounds? I sometimes want to fight him a little bit. 
push them out the way and uh you know but like for me it's 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 good because to have a guard like that you know being able to crack back and get you know get rebounds and um he still sometimes still rebounds sometimes but anytime you know when you can have a guard like that to come back and rebound the way that he does um because we want to push the break, and when he get it off the rebound, he he's able to you know jump start the break, and, uh, and you know a lot of a lot of good things happen from that. You mentioned stealing rebounds, and you kind of joke about it, but he steals. Uh, he steals. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, how does the team how does the team honestly feel about that when when a guy like Russell comes in for a rebound? How do y'all feel about that? We got a defensive rebound, and I don't think nobody think twice about that. Uh, Long as we get the rebound, I don't think we, I don't think we're worried about that. Like individually, we're not like, damn, I gotta get this rebound, or I gotta rebound more. Like long as we get the rebounds, um, we we all cool with that. And all this, unfortunately for Russell Westbrook, plays into a narrative that he's selfish. That that somehow when Russell Westbrook gets a triple double, it's a bad thing for Oklahoma City. Last year, you saw the numbers when Russell Westbrook got a triple double the Oklahoma City Thunder was very hard to beat. And him doing these spectacular things should never get old. Watching a guy average a triple-double hadn't been done in eons. And now we may see a guy go back-to-back. And somehow the NBA just seems to forget Russell Westbrook. They're, they're almost upset that he, that he even exists. And that's great for the Thunder in the first round because it's just going to tick Russell Westbrook off. It's not so good for the rest of the NBA. And I, for one, feel that Russ needs to be a lot more acknowledged more for what he is accomplishing and what he's doing for his team. And certainly his teammates appreciate him. I asked Carmelo Anthony today about Russell Westbrook being selfish. Well, the knock on Russell is sometimes people say that he's selfish. I mean, as a guy that's not play, played with him for a few years, what would you say to that? I mean, yeah, it was, triple, yeah, was a triple-double, so... It's hard to say somebody's selfish when they average a triple-double, you know? I think it's just uh, people don't understand his mindset. And I think people can uh, kind of take that and, you know, and, and put a, a, wrong, a wrong perspective on kind of his mindset and what he's trying to accomplish. And at the end of the day, his main focus is to win. And he would do whatever he had to do to go out there and win. And that, that's something that I think that... Uh, I've come to you know love about him and uh, being able to go to war with him every night, day in and day out. Uh, something that you can appreciate. Uh, but I don't, I don't. I think people who who says those type of things, who make those type of comments, um, really don't understand kind of his mindset and his approach. And uh, I think I have a better understanding just being around him on a day-to-day basis. So maybe I'm biased when it, when it, when it comes to that, but. I, I understand his mindset, and I know what he's trying to accomplish, and I know what he's here to try to do. Didn't expect any other answer from, from Carmelo Anthony there. That was pretty much a, a layup of a question, but I think if you ask anybody on the Oklahoma City Thunder, and even if you were to get them away from the locker room, they would all tell you the same thing. Everybody loves playing alongside Russell Westbrook, and, and I'm sorry if that doesn't fit the narrative of certain talk show hosts out there and other NBA pundits because Russell Westbrook isn't necessarily the guy that they want him to be and the guy that they want him to be isn't a good guy. And I may not like the way Russ always interacts with the media, 
But for the most part, I don't see a guy that is selfish. What I see is a guy that goes out there and does everything in order to help his team win. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming up in segment number three, I'll tell you how I made Billy Donovan mad today after practice. You're going to get a kick out of this. Plus why this will be the most meaningful championship for LeBron James if the Cavs are able to pull off a big run. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you like what you hear here on the Locked On Thunder podcast and like what you see at LockedOnThunder.com, I highly encourage you to check out our brand new website called LockedOnSports.com which covers Major League Baseball, the NFL, and of course the NBA. I had a chance to listen to Locked On Warriors today. They do a fantastic job. So does Locked On Rockets. And I'm probably going to become addicted to the Locked On Yankees podcast. But no matter what team you root for, they've got a podcast for it. It's all there at LockedOnSports.com. And it's a lot of fun to be a part of this network. I made Billy Donovan mad at practice today. Or at least I think I did. I was told by a member of the Thunder staff that that Billy and I are good. Don't have to worry about it. But right as Billy Donovan is opening the door to walk into the media waiting room where he is going to do his media availability, everybody that's there, we're discussing all these playoff scenarios. And I said in that room exactly what I said at the beginning of the podcast today, which is I want the Thunder to avoid Portland at all costs because I just don't have any faith that this team can beat the Portland Trailblazers. Well, as soon as those words are coming out of my mouth, that's when Billy Donovan and another member of the Thunder organization walk in. And Billy kind of looks at me, doesn't say anything. And to Billy's credit, He answered all my questions today, never once got mad, and I did double-check to see if he was mad at me. But but even if he was, and and even if he called me out on that, I would say the same thing to Billy, which is, no, I'm not real excited about Thunder playing Portland. Go prove me wrong. Prove to me that they can beat the Portland Trailblazers four out of seven games, and I have no problem pouring barbecue sauce or A1 or whatever over Crow and, and eating it. I happily eat Crow when the Oklahoma City Thunder do something good. If you're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, there's something you need to appreciate. Again, I don't like to tell fans how they got how they need to think, but I think we as NBA fans need to appreciate the fact that LeBron James just won his 10th division title in a row. Now, division titles don't matter, and really the NBA would be better off if they got rid of divisions because all we care about is the conference and where you place. But 10 straight... And the guy has been to, what, six, seven finals in a row now? Working on eight, whatever it is. It's amazing. We're never going to see another run like this. Just never from another individual. And unfortunately for LeBron living in that shadow of Michael, it's not going to be till he retires that we fully sit back and embrace everything that LeBron James accomplished. And too bad for him because we should be appreciating LeBron James with all he's done for the sport and what he's doing for the sport now. And 
tack on to that, the San Antonio Spurs are making their 21st consecutive postseason appearance. I'll admit, I did not like the San Antonio Spurs for a long time because they're so void of personality. They weren't any fun. And to me, they were the anti-NBA. They weren't that great of a dynasty because they weren't Kobe and Shaq. They weren't, heck, they weren't even what the Thunder were in their young days with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. But the Spurs, after a while, not only do I tip my hat, but Pop and everybody else in that organization does such a great job that if I did, if I thought I could capture it on mic here, I would stand up and, and give them an ovation because they certainly deserve it. And even if I don't appreciate it in its entirety, Carmelo Anthony does because this is his first time back in the playoffs since 2013. It's been a while, man. It's, you know, just trying to kind of take it all in and, you know, kind of put kind of this whole season in kind of a nutshell and you know, take a step back for for a moment and kind of just reflect on it and you know just where I was at and where I, where I am today and having the opportunity to uh, you know play in another postseason so that's always a, a special feeling. That's so hard not to like Carmelo Anthony that dude is very very comfortable in his skin. That wraps up today's Locked on Thunder podcast. Thanks again for joining us and making us a part of your day. We'll be back tomorrow as the Thunder finish off the season against the Memphis Grizzlies. And after tonight's Jazz-Golden State Warriors game, we'll have a better understanding of where the Thunder are going to be in the playoffs. Thank you again. Hey, everyone love everyone. Like Jackie Moon said, ELE, be cool. And remember, peace, love, and Thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.